Welcome into the Three Fever Point After podcast, the Halloween edition. Even though this will come out in November, we are recording it on Halloween. And when I say we, I mean me and in Natchitoches Central Offensive Coordinator Jeff Harper back in the house. Uh, he told me today he was dressing as a uh, football coach. I think you nailed it. Well, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm pretending. Uh, <laughs> so it is what it is. Yeah, uh, well, Patrick uh, Dennis, our, our weather guy, he's been dressed as me all day. So that's been an interesting, uh, <laughs> it's been an interesting day um, in that in that regard. So I didn't get the memo there for costumes at work. But um, yeah, Coach, uh, look, I, I know I, I feel like we got to start with you guys again because, man, it was another one of those games that came down to the wire for the Chiefs. Yeah, you know, I'm getting tired of this. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's. I'm happy for our guys that they're, uh, it, you know, they're pushing through, they're fighting. I mean, that's, that, those are things. There's lots of moral victories and all that, but, you know, the wins and losses is what you really compete for. And so, you know, it's year one. Uh, we easily could be seven and three. We're sitting at uh, two and seven. Um, you know, by the end, I mean, six and three right right now, but, you know, we're two and seven. And so, um, you know, it's it's the, the season has been defined by if – if we would have, if we would have, we're trying to teach these guys, um, you know, don't leave it in, in anyone else's hands and make sure you take care of business. And so, hey, they're, they're fighting their butts off. I mean, you know, we had, we, had everybody, we had everybody practice today. You know, we've lost a heartbreaker three weeks in a row, um, really four if you want to you throw in a, um, you know, uh, bitten game and all that. You know, right. it's, it, it, there's just, it's just a lot to be excited about for the future, but we're playing football right now. And so – um, they, they've, they're, they're staying the course, they're working hard and, and we're getting ready for bird. And so probably the hardest offense to get prepared for, for our district and, uh, one you don't see very often. And so, um, you know, we have our work cut out for us this week. Yeah. And you guys will actually be in town, uh, this week here in Shreveport facing bird, um, at independent stadium. We'll have a, obviously have a photographer out there for that game, uh, that game against Houghton too, uh, just really not being a jerk, just giving our viewers a little context there. Um, in case they didn't uh, watch the show on Friday night. Now, if we're talking about wins, uh, you again won uh, last week in picks. Uh, you had Logan's Port over St. Mary's. We talked about that really at length, and um, it kind of seemed like the game that, that, that you said it was going to be. Uh, slow to start. I believe they were tied at the half, and or maybe tied late in the uh, second quarter, and um, Logan's Port came out in that second half and uh, left little doubt uh, who the district champion is there. Yep, and it's one of those games where, uh, you know, St. Mary's, um, you know, played very well, and Logansport, I mean, they just wanted that game. I mean, it's last year they, they had an incredible season, and uh, St. Mary's put it on them, and, um, and this year, I, uh, you know, I, I haven't talked to anybody from Logansport, but I just, you know, knowing Coach McGee and how competitive he is and the, the goals and the standards that they have every year, and that's one that, he, that they really wanted, and so – uh, I mean, I think final was twenty to three. Yep. You know, very, uh, a very uh, one-sided affair when you look at it. Just um, you know, defensively, I thought Logansport played very well, um, and uh, in St. Mary's, you know, hold Logansport to twenty points. I mean, you know, uh, it's just a, it's a good football game, and that's two really good football teams. And now they're getting ready for the stretch run for the playoffs. So now it doesn't really matter what you did. Uh, and you know, once you get through week ten, you it, it's a it's a fresh reset. It's a start over. Uh, that that record doesn't really matter at that point, so it's it's a it's a one game week. So I know both teams are looking forward to that. Um, another game that you won was our game of the week, and it was really a bad look for me because uh, I I thought I had more information on our Texas games here. Tatum and Jefferson, you know, Tatum started the year slow, 
three and zero in district play. Jefferson's really been running past everyone outside of Timpson, who is you know more than likely going to win a state championship this year. And uh, Coach Keeling and Tatum, they go in there and get it done. Um, so impressive uh, by the Eagles. I don't think you may have been one of the only people that was picking them in this game. Um, and and like I said, I was kind of trying to get one, you know, trying to trying to weasel my way to a victory, but. Man, the Tatum Eagles, um, unbelievable effort. Really a fantastic game. Cole Watson uh, going to Louisiana Tech, quarterback for the Eagles. Man, he kind of put the team on his back there in the second half and um, really got it done. Uh, just an incredible game out there. Um, I don't know how much you were able to watch, but uh, closing thoughts on your uh, correct pick of Tatum. Not going to lie. Uh, it was luck. Uh, there was no <laughs> skill involved. There was no preparation involved. It had nothing to do with, you know, firsthand knowledge of Texas football or Tatum's program or what uh, Jefferson does. Uh, you know, I've, I've had the, the pleasure of working with the guy from each one of those programs. And um, I just remember, you know, uh, Jefferson was, uh, you know, lost Josh Thomas, who went on to Longview his senior year and did really well there and then turn around. And now he is a starting quarterback at uh, Tyler Junior College and doing really well. Um, and then Kendrick Malone, who's uh, playing quarterback at Lamar, he was a quarterback at Tatum. And so both those guys were in the studio with us, uh, shot an episode yeah. uh, of Friday film session. And so that's the only background I have, I mean, to be honest with you. And so I know that Tatum was further along in their program at the time uh, than, than, uh, than Jefferson at that point in time. And so it was just a, a lucky, uh, you know, guess, Not, no skill involved whatsoever. Uh, and Coach Keeling was, was quick to remind me uh, why I shouldn't doubt him. I uh, spent a lot of years working with him when he was over at Wascom, obviously so close to us here at the station. So um, it, it, I, talking to him uh, before the game, he, he was like, well, look, you know, when we win this game, you need to bring your butt out to Tatum and, and do a story with us because I hadn't seen you in a couple of years. And I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll make that happen. Uh, we'll make that happen at some point. So Coach Keeling is the man. Um, both of those teams are going to be dangerous uh, for anyone when they uh, get to the postseason. Um, the only game that I got right, and I think it was probably the shocker of the Arklatex, Huntington over Evangel. Huntington's been close um, in a lot of these games. It, I felt like even that North DeSoto game just got away from them in, er, way too early, and then obviously it's tough to keep up with that Griffin offense. But they go to Evangel and win. I mean, I, I, I assume I, I assume you were probably not as surprised as, as a lot of people with your knowledge of these teams. But man, what a what a win for Huntington! Yeah, uh, and I don't know if people paid attention, but Coach Dennis has been doing that, you know, year in and year out since he took over there. Um, I think it was last year yeah, they beat uh, that they shocked. They, they beat Northwood. I think they they shocked Parkway. Um, you know, uh, you know, played played really well against Parkway there, and and then in the twenty, I think it was a twenty twenty season, they came to Benton and beat us. Uh, so he he's he's been surprising people every year, and I don't know why they're surprised. They played really really good on defense. Um, and uh, you know they've got a lot of athletes, and um, they are they're a team that's got uh, the ability to get the ball out in space on offense and, and put points on the board. So not surprised at all. And uh, I know that that is a game that's really developed into a rivalry um, between uh, between those two schools. And so uh, congratulations to Huntington. That's a huge win. And, and here's the deal: we get both of these teams in five A district next year. Right. You know, if if they leave everything the same, you're you're adding you know losing one, adding two. Uh, crazy to think that uh now they're going to be district rivals in 5a you know potentially in the same side so uh pretty cool deal um and and you know not not surprised uh but definitely um people need to take note that huntington's the real deal i mean they can really they can really play
Yeah, Huntington hasn't been an easy out for what? I mean, at least the last five years. I mean, they play with everybody. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're going to go to the select uh, side of things uh, when it all shakes out uh, after this week. We'll see what happens there. But, um, yeah, really impressive win, win for the Raiders. Um, they'll be at Bozier on Thursday night. But um, all eyes on Thursday night around here they're going to be in Blanchard uh, it's the big one you know it's North DeSoto it's Northwood this rivalry uh, and I, the cliche throw out the record books it does apply uh, in this rivalry seems like Northwood always always seems to figure it out uh, against the Griffins and they're hot right now uh, both teams uh, on big winning streaks um, Northwood with another chance to not only play spoiler but split a district crown yeah, and, and, I, and I think that has a lot to do with how well they play defensively. I mean, uh, Coach Brown does a great job, and he could scheme up with the best of them. Uh, and they've got, you know, talent to go around over there on the defensive side of the ball. And I know that they've got some young cats. Uh, they've been playing in different spots. And, uh, you know, when, when you, you hear them on the radio talking about their games week in and week out, you know, one thing rings, rings true. They're going to play four quarters of football. They're going to play you hard, and they're going to be prepared. Uh, and so you get them in their backyard um, and, and you get them on their terms, they can beat anybody. doesn't matter who, who they are. And so uh, that one's going to be a really, really good game. And I know Northwood, I know Northwood really wants it. And I know that North Soda remembers last year yep. uh, and, and it's one they want too. And so, you know, that, that has really turned out to be a great rivalry in, in, in that one four a district and really in Northwest Louisiana. I mean, every year, those two teams are getting at it week 10 so pretty cool yeah it's always one we have circled and and like you said Northwood they're always going to play tough and you know I, I still retain some information from our film session days uh about the quarterback position <laughs> and um Hudson Heron uh, these past couple weeks we've had it's been at least three weeks in a row we've had one or two highlights from him um just doing all the stuff that you tell quarterbacks to do I think a couple weeks ago he had one on the run where he you know, escapes pressure, flipped the hips, and just dropped a dime downfield to his receiver for a touchdown. He had a pass last uh, Friday. It was unbelievable. He was right on the money. He's looked so good these past few weeks. Um, they've seemed to really get the offense moving. You know the defense is tough. I think North DeSoto, it's not going to be uh, – I think maybe at the beginning of the year, I've seen some sound bites from them where they were feeling pretty confident about play, facing Northwood this year. But – I think this game being in the last game of the year really does help Northwood because the Falcons, you know, few inexperienced players getting in the mix. They've certainly seemed to figure things out. We'll pick that one later. I figured that would be a good one for one of our picks. Um, I'm so excited for that game. It would have probably been game of the week, but it's on a Thursday, and we have one of the oldest rivalries around in our game of the week, the Claiborne Parish Super Bowl. Homer and Haynesville, they're playing again for a district title. I I honestly have no idea who has the edge in this matchup. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say this. I think that um, it's a it's a coin flip regardless of record, uh, regardless of where the game's being played because those two teams uh, think they've played more than anybody. Yep. Um, and uh, they, it's always a, a really good ball game. Um, and when you have one side that's lopsided, the next year it's not. So – um, you know, that's going to be a fun game to, to, to see how it shakes out. What are the district implications with this one? Is this one the district championship? Oh, yeah. This is a straight-up district championship. Yeah. And so you're talking like where their seating is going to be in the playoffs and right. all that. And so, so much hangs on it. Where is it at? Is it Hangsville or is it Homer? It is in Homer. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that's going to be – that's going to be interesting, man. That's going to be interesting. And mm. there – 
they're years. Are we picking that game tonight? Are we oh, picking yeah, we're that? De- that's definitely that's, that, that's our second one. I mean, we can pick it now if you want. I mean, I'll give you the first pick because I like I, I agree with you. I, I think it's a coin flip. Yeah, I don't know if there's an advantage to picking first or second in this deal, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm going to pick Homer just because they're at home. Yeah. Um, uh, but, shoot, I mean, I've seen film on both teams, and both teams are really good. I've told you, we, we were breaking down film for Loyola at the beginning of the year, and they were at scrimmage in home, uh, Haynesville. And I was like, dear God, I'm so glad we're not having to play those guys. I mean, yeah. they're big, they're fast, they're physical. They've got some some really good young players. Uh, they're even doing some stuff differently, you know. Now that was the beginning of the year. You never know what they right. look like twelve weeks later. But um, you know, they're scary good. And then I've seen Homer on film too. Um, and so, man, that's either way. I don't feel like either one of us have an advantage uh, with who we pick with this one because it's going to be it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I got no problem riding with the tornado on this one. And 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 you know. I think a lot of times in this matchup, we've it's like, you know, the, the cycle of high school football teams are going to be younger, maybe down a year or so, whatever, whatever. I feel like we've seen it so often where, you know, one of them was, was you know, at a peak of one of those great eras for them. The other one was kind of at the beginning of one. I feel like this is the year that they're both right there. This is the Haynesville team that we're all that we always see, you know, chase a state championship. They've got that team again. Homer, they're doing exactly what led them to a state title a year ago. Um, I'm just, I am so excited for this game. Daniel Brown is the luckiest guy in the area. I would say for the past Mm -hmm. five weeks, he's had a district championship game, and they've all really come down to the last few minutes, and and I don't think this one's any different. But, yeah, I'll I'll stick with the tours. Um, I I know we got a a Golden Tornado fan, Jeffrey, that's always uh, hitting us up. He is fired up for this game. I mean, we've been getting messages on our little Facebook Lives about this game for like a month and a half at this point. They've just been looking ahead. They've had such similar years. Uh, The games that they've lost, have been, uh, I believe, I want to say Haynesville was against an out-of-state team as well. I think they've both lost to out-of-state teams, but have looked, you know, dominant in district. Homer had a test against Gwynbrook. They passed it last week. Um, man, just just an exciting game. Uh, they've, I don't know the exact number, but I know it's well over 100 years in this rivalry. And uh, so, yeah, I'll That's go crazy. Haynesville. And uh, since we're doing picks, uh, you want to go ahead and, and, and do Northwood, North DeSoto. Um, I'll go first, and I'll, I, I'll, I'll go North DeSoto. Yeah, I mean, if I if I was uh, a betting man, that's where I'd put my money. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it is a home game for Northwood. And, and what did Northwood do last year? Right. Went up there and beat them. Uh, and that same North Dakota team went to the Dome, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I can see uh, Northwood playing really solid defense, ball control offense, Heron, you know, managing the offense, making plays. Um, and they've got athletes. And that's the one thing, you know, um, both teams have, and so anytime you got athletes, you can get them in space. Um, you create matchups. You know, you know that both sides of the ball are going to be well coached. So you were talking about, um, you know, Hudson Heron and, and the, some of the throws he's making and all that. I mean, they've got they've got a really good uh, quarterback coach over there. I mean, he's he's been coaching guys up. I, you know, working with Mason over the years, we really try to instill a lot of the coaching points that they use with their offense, with their footwork and stuff like that. And so. Uh, you know, he, he came well prepared when we were training in the offseason. So I'm not surprised by, um, you know, the success of the Heron kid and how well they're playing. And the fact that they're putting it together with so many guys being replaced, uh, you know, from the last year team. And some of those kids started for three years, you know, you know, the same thing with Mason starting that long. So uh, Northwood, um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely take them. And, and I could see that being the upset of the weekend. Yeah. Which it, it shouldn't be, to be honest with you. It shouldn't. It really shouldn't be. Yep because they they're winning that game every you know it you know the last few years they really you know uh played north Dakota very well and and kind of 
shock people and they people shouldn't be shocked i mean they they're really they're really good and they're consistent year in and year out and you know watching north desoto uh, a lot of times will they have a really high quality stream of their game so we'll pick that up a lot and i'll, and I'll edit through that and you know the connection between luke delafield and cole corey is special and i mean you're talking about quick slants they're taking them 80 yards regularly uh, against good teams not just you know not just against the teams they should beat by 40 or whatever um the, i'm telling you i i am so excited for this game and, and to be on a thursday night it's really great kind of have its own spotlight there um but yeah i don't know i i, I agree i i think you put it perfectly when you said it shouldn't be an upset but it yeah. just feels i don't know man there's just something about again this game in particular and and um and you know the Griffins know that as well. I mean they're familiar with the history. Obviously most of these teams, most of these guys on that team were there last year uh, for this game. And um, I believe it was a one point game last year. I think Northwood maybe held them late uh, uh, in the red zone. Uh, maybe got like a turnover or something like. Oh no, there was a fumble. I think North DeSoto fumbled in their own end zone. And uh, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna blank on the kid's name. The defensive lineman they had last year at Northwood that was so good. Oh man. I'll never think he's the one that went and played college ball. Right, 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 right. I can't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he he made that play. I think it was our top play of the night uh, that night. So, yeah, I am. That's yeah, I got I got Griffins. You got Falcons and um, I've got the tornado. You've got the Pelicans. How about this one? Another since we're picking rivalry games, let's do another in Monroe. Let's do it. Rustin, West Monroe. Always a big one. Yeah, I'm going with Rustin (laughs) until you know, that's not a hard pick. No. Uh, and it's that's not a slap at West Monroe. I, right. I'm, I'm going to be honest. You asked me that two years ago. There's no way. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way. But I will say this. I have been impressed with uh, uh, with what West Monroe has been able to do with all the distractions they wow, had this yeah. offseason. The new true. head coach and then all the junk that they're going through. Um, and then, you know, they, they give the interim tag to the OC. I think his name's uh, Coach Davis. And, um, I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Kyle Davis. Uh, I, I think that, that he's done a fantastic job, you know, rallying the troops and, and putting together, really saving the season, to be honest with you. And here they are, um, you know, based off of what GoPreps has in the projections, I mean, they're sitting right there to where they got a pretty good shot at getting to the quarters. Yeah. Uh, and if you would have said that at the beginning of the year after what happened with, with, with Garvin and all that, uh, that'd be something else. I, I wouldn't believe you. But you got Garvin sitting over there on the sidelines at Ruston looking at his old team you've got uh you know you've you got a an unbelievable rust in defense and they're building to go back to the dome yep. and they were so close last year um and it's pretty cool i mean you look at north Dakota, they're in the same boat you know they yeah. were so close to being state champs last year you got rustin uh that's so close to being state champs last year and now you got two teams that are making a push late in the year um you know uh, rustin going on the road at west monroe if they can win there uh, yeah they're going to be ready that's huge uh you know West Monroe doesn't lose at home, and they don't lose at home week 10. Uh, so I, I think that um, that is going to be a, a, an incredible matchup, but I'm, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Rustin just because their defense is unbelievable. I mean, they are unbelievable. Um, and the type of offense that they play, they can ball control West Monroe as much as they want. So uh, the Brantley kid can sling it. He's a big kid. They got lots of athletes. The run game is good. Uh, run game and defense travel, and they travel late in the year. And so – um, that that is going to be a that's going to be a fun one to just check the ticker to see what the score is. Yep. Uh, and I'm fully I fully expect Rustin to win that one. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll obviously go with the Rebels, but, man, yeah, I'm with you on Rustin in terms of just how special they've been this year. One of the only undefeated teams left in the state of Louisiana um, because of that Warren Easton forfeit at the beginning of the year. People do get a little confused about that um, because we did have highlights of them losing that game, but the game was forfeited. Rustin gets the win, so they are undefeated. And, you know, again, another name I'm going to blank on, but I have a reason for it. They've got a freshman wide receiver over there at Rustin. He has made two of the catches of the year this year. Both one-handed mm-hmm. Odell Beckham type. And the reason that I never can remember his name is because I believe there's another player listed on their roster with his number. I don't know if they were expecting him to be as good as he's been um, later in the year. So when our photographers send us this game, they always put the wrong name in because they're looking at the roster. It's got the name. So we're going to get it figured out. If he does make another play, we'll, we'll make sure we get that right. But, um, yeah, so that, that's a fun game. I mean, what about these three rivalry games last week of the regular season? I mean, you can't ask for anything better than this to close out the regular season. Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, you've got Parkway. At, Parkway is uh, at Benton, Yep. Uh, and that's that's become a Week 10 rivalry. And then you got Shreve and Halton. Yep. Um, and that one is, you know, you never know how that one's going to go. There's been games where you're like, oh, man. Uh, and this team's going to run away with it, and then boom, it's a it's a shocker. So, um, you know that that there's a lot of really good football that's going on in the state this weekend, and everybody is um, you know looking forward to how things shake out. And a lot of teams are preparing for their postseason, and then teams, uh, you know, this is their last game, getting their seniors in and and sending them off in style. And at the same time, uh, trying to uh, build momentum and you know for the spring and the following year. So, um, hey, it, football week ten. You know, weather's getting cold. Now yep. I notice it's going to be like 70-something Friday night. you got to be kidding me. Perfect. Uh, I mean, we got we got all of our, our long sleeve. You know, we got our hoodies and stuff in. It came in late. Now we can't even wear them to the game Friday, you know. Uh, nothing's gone right for us this year. I'm nothing. Your coaching gear doesn't come in. You know, I want to wear long sleeve stuff on Friday nights in November. Yeah. It's going to be – I'm being short sleeves. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, is, it is what it is. You know, it's it's just a fun time of the year, man. I'm, I'm – I'm uh, I'm excited about it, and I'm I'm going to be excited to be able to watch other teams play the following week. So, uh, you know, it, it it is the best time of the year, no question. Well, uh, we we got to talk about the following week, uh, getting you up here uh, on a Friday night to to, to co-host the show with me. I think that'd be so fun. First week of playoffs, we get lots a lot that we'd be able to talk about. So, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that off air. Um, but I would love to to, to make that happen. Um, I I did I did kind of want to talk about the Shreve Houghton game, and I didn't want to pick it because I feel like you know Shreve is the overwhelming favorite in that game. Um, but you know, last week against Benton, Shreve it was a it was a disgusting game in terms of weather. I mean, it, that rain did not stop mm-hmm. from the first snap. Um, some, some fu- uh, fu- there was a moment in that game for Shreve uh, when I was like, and not that I haven't thought this already, but I was like, yeah, these, these guys are, are for real this year. So Benton, uh, they, uh, they, Jeffrey King hits his receiver. Uh, Shreve guy falls down. He's all the way for a touchdown. That made it a three-point game. Next play for Shreve on offense, they fumble the snap again, pouring down rain, but they fall on it. Very next play, Jamar Lenotis breaks a tackle, you know, 60-plus yards down the field. And that was the moment for me where I was like, you know, this Shreve team, they're, un- they're not easily rattled. That never seemed like a game that, Shreve- that-, that got away from the Gators, despite all the adversity. The weather, they're playing at home in Blanchard. Uh, they canceled senior night because of the weather. A lot of distractions that could have been an issue against a hungry Benton team that's playing better that would love nothing more than to spoil the party there for the Gators, and, and they didn't let it happen. They broke another record for points scored. Um, so I think, you know, this is their final test. I know this Shreve and Houghton matchup has become a little bit of a rivalry. Some friendly trash talk back and forth. Uh, you know, I, I hear a lot of that uh, coming from the Shreve side because of my 
you know, going to Houghton and stuff. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I just think, I think that this is, looks like another moment where Shreve just, you know, plants that flag in the ground, says we're here and they could take it outright in District 15A, which I mean, I don't, I didn't have them picked to win the district outright. I knew they'd be in the mix, but uh, to be at this point in the year and they're one win away, I, I'm, it's, it's just impressive. I, I think Coach Kirby has done a heck of a job this year. He, he really has. And, and I'm going to say this, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to take away from anything that Shreve has done. Um, we have played everybody in the district except for um, uh, Bird. And, and I'll tell you, I, I thought Shreve offensively, they run the ball as good as anybody in our district. Yep. Because they are big up front, and Otis is really, really good. Uh, if you stop Otis, you have to stop Beaner, and that's where everything changes. From them to you know to Airline to Parkway to, to Benton, you take the best offenses in our district. That's the difference. Is their quarterback run game does not? They don't lose anything when when they call the quarterback's number. And he is um, he is dynamic with the ball in his hands. He runs downhill. They block really well. Uh, Coach Kirby and them are really good at scheming up what defenses are trying to take away or what they're doing schematically. Um, and so that, that's really where they're making their money and they're playing good defense. I mean, Shreve's defense is very athletic. They're big. Uh, you know, they, they can make plays in the secondary. Here's the thing Halton does that nobody's talking about. Their freaking quarterbacks legit. Yep. All right. I mean, you know, he may, he may not be, um, he may not be the big six uh, two, 215 pound bruiser, uh, but he is athletic. He made some throws against us. You're like, good grief. And our quarterback's legit. We have a sophomore that is as good as anybody in the state. Uh, and so when you look out there and you see, um, you know, Halton's going to hang around. And if they hang around, it's close late. Jason Burlington's one of the best head coaches yep. in close games there, there is in our district. I mean, he was pulling out trick plays. And, I mean, I've lost two games to the Cat. Uh, in you know, 21 <laughs> week one, he had, he had to go deep in his bag to beat us. Yeah, he did. Red River, we jumped all over him all over him and and we lost a heartbreaker late and then last week we lost it you know he went for two he was like i'm not playing for no overtime <laughs> he lined up and he freaking went for two and yep. they got it he can freaking coach and those kids can play uh that game is you know, regardless of what it looks like on paper for anybody that wants to say teams have quit this late in the season because their season aren't going isn't going well i didn't see that with Paul. Mm -hmm. uh you know i haven't seen that with with southwood when you turn on the film southwood plays hard they played they played Bird hard last week, man. They haven't won a game all year. One five A is a. It's just a. It's a. It's a beat down every week. It doesn't matter what is on the record. It doesn't matter their wins and losses. They're going to show up and they're going to play. They're well coached. So there is no. Uh, you know, there's no off week in our district, and that's the one thing Coach Kirby is going to make sure his guys know uh, that this is going to be a tough game. Halton's going to come ready to play. You better be ready in special teams because Brotherton's got his guys coached up in special teams. You better have an answer for number 10 because he can play and he pull it down and they're going to run the Halton trap. And it doesn't matter how well you scheme it up. They are excellent at adjusting to their base play, which they've been running for 30 years. Yep. Uh, and so at the end of the day, uh, that game is going to be, uh, it's going to be a war. And, and I'm sure the Shreve wants to get in there and put them away. And Halton's not going to go away unless they just lay down. And, and I don't think that they're going to do that because there were times in our game where they could have laid down and they didn't. Yep. Uh, and, and so, you know, that, that, that would be a fun game to pick just because I know you're not going to pick against your Halton Bucks. <laughs> but I will tell you right now, I will tell you right now, uh, Benton played Shreve great in the first half. Yep. Benton turned the ball over and Shreve capitalized on it. And then they just didn't stop scoring and they run the ball really well. Uh, if you take away what Benton does – 
Um, they can, you know, they 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 want to push the ball down the field. Jeffrey King's a, a playmaker. I'm not surprised that they were trying to make plays to keep, you know, keep them in them keep them in that ball game, and that's how it got away from them. Same thing with airline. When airline got behind, uh, you know, they were they were dialing up the trick plays and turn the ball over, which they don't normally do. And what did Shreve do? They made them pay. So at the end of the day, if Halton doesn't turn the ball over and they stay ahead of the sticks uh, and they can get in the situations where uh, they can call the quarterback's number for quarterback run and, and, and you know, six, there was one of their receivers, I think is the Lewis kid, uh, he, he can really play. Uh, if they can do that, man, they can make it a ball game and they can win it. So don't be surprised if you see Halton and, and Shreve in a dogfight into the second half of that ball game, if not uh, the fourth quarter, because – uh, you know, Halton can string it out and make it hard on you. They can slow the game down or they can speed it up. You know, they they are very versatile in, in what they do offensively. So uh, I hope people are paying attention to that game and not thinking it's just going to be if one-sided. If Halton shows up wanting to play, they can play with them and they can beat them. And so, um, you know, I don't think Shreve's going to go in there and lay down for them. Not at all. They have way too much on the line. A clear district title and, you know, I think they're the one seed right now, projected one seed uh, in select uh, Division right. One select. So, uh, they have a lot on the lines. That's why I think that's going to be a big game. And, you know, look, I, we're not naive. I mean, you don't think Coach Brotherton has, and, all, and a lot of players on that roster are, are talking about this week how much they would love to spoil the party for their district rivals. Yep, you know it. And uh, who knows what happens with the playoffs. I mean, I know he said last week in an interview, Coach Brotherton, uh, he didn't think they'd make the playoffs even if they won the last two. Well, you, you beat a team that's, you know, eight and one, and you get all their wins. And you look at all the, the, the people they play. They didn't play a soft schedule, so you're going to no. – Calvary wins week 10 and Union wins and all that. That's – you just never know. And in, in this, this crazy thing with PowerPoints and all that, things swing so quick. And so uh, there's a lot to play for on both sides, for both teams. That's going to be a fun one to see, uh, you know, how it shakes out. You know, it's crazy um, how the schedule worked out. Somehow I'm, I'm going to film that game. I don't know who, who assigns those, um, who makes hmm. those assignments. But uh, – yeah. The sports director. <laughs> I'll be between the pines on Friday night. Uh, it shouldn't be a ton of fun. I just wanted to, because I think, like you said, I agree with you. I think it's going to be awesome. So I wanted to uh, to uh, get get a little bit of that. I had a couple of duds last week. So, I, you know, I wanted to try to get myself a, a good game to, uh, to to get out there to our viewers. Um, I was at, I believe it was uh, Minden and, and Booker T. Washington. I shot a whole half, and it was uh, – it was six nothing. Booker T had a touchdown run. The only resistance the uh, runner had was his own teammate. He flattened his own teammate on the way to the end zone. So that was, that was an interesting. Oh man, that was an interesting play to have uh, to have on the uh, on the highlight. Um, okay, so it's Tuesday. Um, I haven't really done my full research yet um, in terms of uh, what I'm going to do for playoff scenarios, whatever. But I'm sure you've at least looked at the power ratings. Um, I, I know you guys do all the time. Um, is there anything like any interesting uh, matchups in terms of seedings, maybe some teams that are on the outside looking in? Anything that kind of caught your eye, something that our viewers could pay attention to this Friday night? No, I, I would I would say that uh, teams like Captain Shreve, Bird, um, teams that are they're you know on the select side are playing for a lot this week, um, just because you know the Catholic League down there and those schools south of I ten, um, you know that they're so competitive and so. Uh, things can swing back and forth pretty quickly with uh, certain teams dropping to, you know, these rivalry games. So that's one of them. Uh, I know that Parkway, they need a win um, to guarantee a home playoff game. Uh, and, and they've had a great year. And the last thing they want to do is uh, go up to Benton and drop one. Right. And uh, Benton's sitting at 28 right now on the projections. They need a win. 
so they can you know guarantee their spot and so uh you know Reynolds in in, in company being so close last year with that stupid um uh, mm-hmm. you know official situation whatever it happened I'm not calling the official stupid by any means. I'm just saying that whole situation was nuts. <laughs> uh, that thing was nuts. I was at the ball game and I, I you know, I've, I've heard the interviews and all that. And yeah. um, it just, uh, I know that Reynolds wants that. He wants that. He wants that decision back. And, uh, <laughs> so he's got an opportunity uh, to secure a playoff spot. So that's a big game for them. Uh, and so I know that they need a win. Um, and then of course, I mean, you look at Homer Haynesville that, you know, that's huge for playoff implications who's going to be where, how far they're going to, you know, how, how high they're going to be. Um, and then, you know, uh, Calvary's sitting right there. I mean, they could be top two. Uh, so there's that, that I would say those are the, your main week tens. People got to take care of business to lock in their spot and lock in their seed. Uh, that is the main thing that, that I would say people, you know, watching, um, this weekend need to pay attention to is because in some of those, you know, some of those teams drop one, um, you know, they, they could go from hosting to on the road and on the road playing a team that may not have the best record. Uh, I mean, may, may not, may not have, you know, um, a whole lot, you know, to show for, for a, um, you know, their, their season and boom, um, you know, they, they, they get that, that, you know, that, that one win that they needed and now they're hosting a team and you, you know, or now you're you're bringing in a team that uh, you know is coming to play you, um, and and you, you know they're better than their record shows, and so it's just it's crazy, man. I mean, I know the last two years at Red River, we were stuck with Rose Pond in the second round, and we were stuck with Rose Pond in the first round. Yeah. Uh, and and they were good both freaking years, and it's like, man, uh, you got to take care of business, and that what you do in on your schedule matters, and what your what your opponents in your non district schedule do matters because those powerpoints add up at the end of the year so um and that's that's the main thing just looking at the, the projections there there's so many there's so many different scenarios it's hard for me to just lay out what is what uh but rustin west monroe is huge implications big big time implications homer haynesville's big implications parkway benton um is big and then it's big for shreve it's big I mean, halton has a chance to back in i know they they're saying they don't but there there are people out there that you know that are mathematicians that could look at every stinking scenario and, yeah. and come up with one uh, you know so that's it's just it's fun it's what's fun about high school football and it's what's fun with the way that our our playoff system works and uh you know i would much rather it be very rigid and linear and you're taking these teams and these teams are making it and this is where the seating's going to fall based off your record and you know it, it would make sense to you know simple-minded people like me that would just <laughs> would rather go with the best records and like your top three or whatever it is right, but right, right. the powerpoints man it makes games matter yeah, it, it just does. makes games that you don't think matter so uh, uh it's gonna be fun man look forward to seeing how everything shakes out and are you gonna be able to remember your picks because i mean you you forget them picks every week you know i don't i got it i got it this week this, this, this is week. an easy week this is easy i mean we got all three big rivalry games so not a problem i got west monroe north DeSoto, and haynesville there we go all right, mm-hmm. so yeah, already off to a good start. Um, also, it's also uh, going to be a very big week for our friend Hunter Bauer at uh, Go Preps on that uh, Saturday morning when everyone's just oh, hungry yeah. to figure out what's going on. They're going to be that site's going to uh, Go Preps is going to be uh, we'll just we'll just uh, hope the server can hold it, up. This is this is the crazy thing, man. Hunter is so good at this. I know that the last few years, I don't know if he's even had a mistake. Yep. Now I'm talking about two A when I was in two A. You know, I I was paying attention to two A. I know five A, um, it, it I think they were almost perfect. And so I know there was a couple spots that flipped because of uh, uh, you know, uh, 
forfeit or something right. things that are outside of the mathematical control of you know hunter in hunter and his his crew know how to put all that together and so what he's doing for the the fan uh and the coach alike is is incredible and the fact that he keeps up with the stats and uh you know gives tidbits every week of things to pay attention to i mean everything hunter and his crew do is it's impressive and I, i'm grateful for it i mean i it's fun to it's fun to just peruse and look at every every time he puts a new article out about something with the projections and you know stats and all that it's just it's awesome it's awesome for the kids it's awesome for coaches and parents alike and i can speak for uh tv people across louisiana we are very thankful for him as well because he uh that information is nice and easy it's easy to find and uh yeah i reference his uh, power ratings more than anything when i'm looking at scenarios um uh, as we get ready for the show on friday well it is halloween um i know it will be after halloween when it releases but i want to give you i want i'm first tell a story and then i'm going to ask you the question um, so, you know, you, you've probably seen our, our um, I think Eli's been on it, our Halloween, our holiday uh, pieces that we put out where yeah. we ask the kids all yeah. the questions or whatever, whatever. Um, my first, uh, one of my first ever high school football preview stories that I shot was Bird, back when Mike Suggs was the head coach. Um, Paul Crane was our sports director then. It was his idea to ask these holiday questions. So he told me when I went out and you do interviews, ask him, give me a list, he's these holiday questions, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I interview the players first ask him the holiday questions, oh, we're having a great time. I interview Mike Suggs, and I ask him what his favorite Halloween costume ever was. And the look he gave me was, uh, it was something. Needless to say, we, <laughs> we didn't do the, ho the uh, holiday questions. <coughs> so um, a lesson for everyone out there. But hey, I'll ask you, favorite Halloween costume you've ever had and favorite candy on Halloween? Oh, this is, these are great. Uh, I had a Michael Myers mask. And in fact, I have it in my classroom at school. Um, it's the one you, you pull down, it fits tight, got the hair and all that. Um, I had one of those with a uh, flight suit that uh, a, a friend of mine gave me, an old flight suit, green flight suit. So um, back in college, uh, I, I'd walk around the neighborhood and scare people and stuff in it. But I don't do that anymore because now you're, you're liable to get yourself hurt doing that. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, Michael Myers mask, and then I'd say my top candies, uh, you know, my go-to. I, I like the uh, Tootsie Pops oh, suckers yeah. with the Tootsie Rolls in them. I love those. Um, I, I like the Tootsie Rolls, the long ones. Yep. Um, I, I enjoy a, I enjoy a good Kit Kat and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Like, I'll fight for that. Yeah. Uh, those are things that I will throw hands over if you reach down <laughs> in, my, in my bag and grab stuff. I mean, don't play around with that kind of stuff. Those are my favorites. <laughs> Oh, good to know. Well, maybe we'll have a little care package for you when you come up here for the show in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, for me, I, obviously, my wife and I do the Star Wars uh, cosplay, so I have uh, plenty of Star Wars uh, costumes that are like, but it's not really Halloween. Uh, when I think back Halloween, um, I believe I was like five or six years old, and I, I had the red Power Ranger get up the mask and everything. I don't necessarily remember it that well, being that young, but I, I love the picture because the look on my face, the pride that I have, is very similar to how I still am with the Star Wars outfits. Uh, it was like I was just that same, a lot of ways I'm that same kid in the Power Ranger outfit that I've always been. Uh, so I, just, I love that. That's, my, that's definitely my uh, go-to uh, Halloween costume when I'm asked. Candy, look, I'm all about the Starburst, and Gobstoppers, Gummy Bears. I'm not a big chocolate guy. I don't know. I, I could go with those two, man. I could go with those two. Uh, all those are winners, man. I'd, I'd, t I'd take every one of those. But you go to my go-tos. If I'm reaching down at somebody's bag, that's what I'm looking for. Love it, love it. Well, Coach, uh, I really appreciate you being here as always, man. Um, we're about to wrap this thing up, but any closing thoughts uh, before we 
head off into another week of high school football. No, I've enjoyed every week talking ball, and uh, I'm excited to see how everything shakes out here at the end of the year. It's been a lot of fun, um, you know, just seeing crazy games and, and crazy statistics and, uh, you know, just watching kids go out and, and, and play really well. And, you know, just being around a lot of these kids uh, in the offseason. Um, you know, I'm just proud of, of the kids that I get to work with, proud of my guys, um, you know, at Natchez Central and, and rooting for, uh, you know, rooting for my buddies in the coaching and the coaching industry that are, uh, trying to, uh, you know, make a playoff run. So uh, a lot of fun, uh, and I enjoy doing this every single week with you. Same here. And next week uh, we'll be back to our roots, Coach. Who could forget uh, first year of the film session at the church? We had the little TV monitor up and put the playoff oh, brackets, yeah. and we went through all the games. I mean, we won't do it exactly like that next week, but it'll be pretty similar. So uh, I'm excited for that, man. Be uh, fun. Hard to believe, man. We, I, wow, what year is this for us working together? It's It's been a considerable four, amount. Four or five. Yeah, yeah, it's four or five. I can't. Oh. Somewhere in there, four or five, I believe. Well, I'll tell you, I've enjoyed every second of it, and we still have much more to come. Coach Harper, thank you so much for uh, being with us as always. And, of course, thanks to our listeners here on the Three Fever Point After podcast. It's the final week of the regular season. Why are you not watching Friday Football Fever? 1030 on KPXJ every Friday night, and we're here every Wednesday to get you geared up for another, or excuse me, every Thursday. Wow, Alex, come on. To get you geared up for a, another week of high school football, we'll be talking playoffs next week. We'll see you then.